88 with Quebec Pro standout Michael Dufault, as well as Pro Harris FC welterweight Christopher Curtis. Let's do it. Hello, folks. How are you? Welcome to episode 88, sponsored by our friends at Invisage Sport. Check it out at invisagesport.ca.uk. Available on Amazon exclusively. Check them out on Instagram as well, Facebook, social media, fantastic uh, friends of the podcast and uh, of the promotion, hopefully in the future, but uh, great people. Anyway, hope everybody out there is having a great day, a uh, beautiful day here in Nova Scotia. Uh, John can't join us this week. Unfortunately, he's back to teaching classes at Abaya, uh, so uh, I'm going to be training kind of sparsely a little bit in the next little bit, so we're going to try to fit these in as, as best we can, make hay when the sun shines, I guess they say. I don't know if that's right or not. I'm not really a, a good farmer. Anyway, let's get into our episode here tonight. Um, two athletes who are, you know, one athlete based out of Quebec. Uh, he's fought in TKO. He's fought in numerous promotions. Uh, he trains out of H2O MMA. Um, his name's Michael Dufault, uh, a record of 7-3 as a pro. Ironically enough, he has a record of 7-3 as an amateur as well. Uh, trains with a stable of uh, really, really tough athletes in Quebec. Um, like I said, with the, the captain at the helm, uh, Mr. Richard Ho, uh, handling a lot of really, really talented athletes in Quebec in general is just a, like, it's insane how many high level athletes are, are there just kind of have made the leap or waiting to make the leap. And, you know, I think a lot of the credit there goes to, you know, the people who have came before in, in Quebec, uh, there's a ton of high level athletes that have came out of Quebec. So, I guess uh, without further ado, let's get into it. Uh, we'll bring him on right away. Uh, as I said, he's coming off a recent win. Uh, he fought Jesse Ronson in TKO, a really, really great fight, actually lost by decision, uh, and then went back and took another uh, another fight not too long not too long after and, uh, and, and took the win and, and got back in the win column and looked really good doing it. So let's bring him on. And, uh, yeah, I've been bugging him to fight forever, so uh, let's just see if we can get him on and uh, have a good chat with him. Without further ado, Mr. Michael Dufour. Nope. Oh, how are you, sir? What's up? How are you? We're having some camera you? issues. I can't see you. Oh, shit. It's bugging. Yeah. Yeah. What well, we'll just talk? go ahead with it. I'll, I'll try something. So we're just going to try to uh, get this technical issue fixed, folks. Nothing like uh, live TV in front of three people to uh, throw you off. Here we go. Let's get him back on. There he is. How are you, man? How's things? Thanks for joining us. Is it good? Perfect. Can you you can hear me? Hmm. You got you, me? I can hear you, but you can't hear me, can you? I can hear you. You can? Yeah, now I can. All right, there we go. Perfect. Live bloopers on TV, folks. There you go. Uh, Michael Dufour, welcome to the show. I uh, really appreciate you joining us. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, no, again, like I said before, I've been bugging you to fight, uh, fight for us uh, a couple different offers. Uh, not offers, really, but through your manager and a few different people about, like, talking. Um, how did you get into this whole sport? Like, what, what's, what's martial arts lifestyle? What's it for you? Uh, for now, it's uh, different because of all the stuff happening right now. But, uh, man, I, I just came back from a surgery of my knee. So oh, wow. I guess it's the best time to get this surgery. So I'm coming back to training. So it's been like 
two weeks I'm training like hard. Nice. But, uh, I'm going easy, like starting easy and uh, upgrading the tempo. Smart, smart. What What was the injury, if you don't mind, just kind of scar tissue or? I was training and I received a bad kick inside my patella oh. and it broken. Ugh. So it broken and I had a fight. My last fight, I fought with the patella broken. So I was like, oh shit, should I cancel the fight? Should I? Da, 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 man. We're yeah. athletes. You, you know what it yeah. is. Like, yeah. we're like, man, we live for this. So we can't cancel like like this. It sucks. Yeah. it's um, And that's the thing. I shouldn't say, yes, I do know what it's like because I don't. I'm, I'm not one of those. Like, I'm a brown belt in jiu-jitsu, but I'm not a great competitor. I don't, like, have that. I'm, I'm working on it, but... To, to go in there and do that and the, the mental toughness and then to also have that injury, not just the, the mental or the physical toughness to overcome that, but to know that you're injured, go, like going into that fight is an incredible thing. Like that's what, what makes a fighter, huh? Yeah. I think, I think first it's in the end, you, you have to be yeah. prepared for everything. And if, if you're, if you're ready to go with your head, your, your body's going to follow. Like, yeah, it's all about, it's all about, what happened in your in your head yeah it's no that's actually very you know the muscle memory like you said is going to follow you know if, if you're if you know you've repped it enough times you know you eventually it's going to even myself i struggle with competing but i get out there and the things that i i would normally do in the gym i do before i panic and gas out <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah man the stress of the fight uh, we're able to do like Five, five times, five minutes in training camp, like easy. And then mm -hmm. the fight's coming. You fight at 100%. And after 10 minutes, you're like, fuck, man, another round to go. And yeah, damn. It's such a hard sport. It's, and that's what I guess going back to mentally. And you, you, you have an incredible team around you. Before we get into the team, one thing I also wanted to ask you is to start your pro career, like you, you started with two losses. Mm -hmm. You know, a very interesting start to a pro career after a long amateur career. And you really, like, start with two losses. Now you haven't lost since 2012. Yeah. No, I do, other than but, Jesse. Yeah, I lost my last fight against, my, my fight against Jesse Ronson, that fighting uh, Thursday night at yeah. UFC. Yeah, So, man, I gave you know, a hell of a fight, I think. Uh, very good fight. I think by split decision, was a close fight. N nice fight. was nice. But, yeah, yeah I overcome the 0-2 because... Man, like I said, if you're if you're mentally ready, you can like every fight every every fight after that those two losses, I was like, man, I can't lose. If you can't lose, you're gonna win. So yeah, yeah. that was my mentality, and uh, man, I won uh, six in a row and fought a hell of a fighter in Jess Ronson. Yeah, that was a uh, really beautiful fight. Yeah, man, what was fun to do. I bet. Well, like for you, like, you know, for me as a promoter, like I look at uh, like a T and as a fan and as an athlete or whatever, I look at TKO and it's other than the UFC, how do you get much better than that? And then on top of that, you're fighting in Quebec city, you know, at the uh, Videotron center, like mm -hmm. pretty close to home for you, you know, just down the road from Sorel. So it's not like a, it's a, it's a lot of pressure. And then you went out there and, and handled it like a stud, man. Yeah, I think uh, I'm the kind of fighter that like though this kind of environment, like this the stress of fighting with our people around, and yeah, I think 
I perform better when I, I'm in those situations than in the gym or other 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 place. Interesting. Yeah, there and that, I guess that's the thing. Like that's what really makes the difference in a pro athlete. Like if you you know, there's lots of gym warriors out there, but the people who can do it under the bright lights, you know, yeah, you, you have to step up. Some people are like they're afraid and they're downgrading their, their game yeah. when they have to fight that the, the big day. But there, there's some fighter. I think I'm a part of this one that step up. Their the brain or his ready for this and yeah. just enjoy the moment. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful thing to watch too when a fighter's so comfortable. You know, it's an incredible thing. And uh, what do you what do you think about that? Like when when we go back to your team, you know, Richard Ho and and people like Adam Sacco and, and Olivier Mercier, and the list goes on and on that you guys train with over there. And and not just that, like in Montreal and in Quebec in general, a lot of people work together. And, and it's I don't know, I, I don't want to get in shit for saying this, but Quebec's got to be the hotbed for martial arts in Canada, I think. Yeah, Quebec's the place, man. I have a show that my my main coach, uh, uh, Richard Ho, is there. So I train there a lot, and there's TriStar just just across the street. Yeah. Not not so far. So, man, there's so much UFC fighter people we don't even know, and <laughs> you're rolling with them. You're like, damn, this guy is strong, and your coach tell tell you like, oh, he's a professional. He's twenty and zero, and fuck, man, that's nice. Yeah, the 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 experience level is just so high, and you know it's important for you to lose it's important for you to go into the gym and feel that shit and feel those guys who are 20 you know and like bullying you a little bit you know like if you don't then you're never going to get those looks you're never going to grow as a as a fighter right yeah you have to be in the in the hot water man if yeah. if you're you're able to to overcome the the during the training camp man you you'll have a deja vu during the fight yeah, true enough. Yeah, is do you, do you, do you attribute a lot of your success in in that regard to, like, just kind of putting in the time, grinding, grinding, grinding. Like even through COVID, like with this injury, obviously to come off this injury, you're putting in time to come back and, and be healthy off it. Like your success is that is that a lot based on your hard work? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, because man, I want to to do it. I want to be in the UFC. I want. That, that, that's the dream that's the biggest goal so yeah. i'll work my ass off till i get there yeah well it's it's probably not too far away like you know when when you look at a guy like like you just said jesse who who you went the distance with lost a split decision like a really really great fight entertaining fight yeah. too and now like you said he's been in the ufc three times he, he got the call i think three times maybe this is his fourth yeah. call i don't yeah. know but you know, it's it, that just must give you the confidence to be like, hell yeah, I'm right there. Man, plus I was supposed to fight Damien Lepilus uh, in oh, TKO. Wow. Then uh, shit happened, and we both made the weight 155. And the day of the fight, I, I received a call from TKO owner, and he tells me, oh, uh, your fight's canceled. So I was like, damn, seriously, you can't cancel a fight, and then. Charles Rondin take my place because Jesse Ronson couldn't fight. Jesse Ronson was supposed to fight Charles Jordan and I was supposed to fight Damien Lapilus. Something happened to Jesse Ronson, so they took my opponent, they gave him to Charles. So Charles beat Damien Lapilus and then received a call from the UFC. Interesting. 
man, hmm. what a fucking story. Like, wow. if, if I, I would have beat uh, Damien, maybe I would have been in, in the UFC or something yeah. like that. But, man, that was the worst moment of my life. Like, oh, sad, man. It's training camp, three months of training camp, art training camp, trash talk with Daniel Epilus. <laughs> and he, he tells me at the waiting, like, oh, uh, I'm going to kick your ass, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, shut the fuck up. I'm going to kick your ass in the first round tomorrow night. And then no fight. Shit. Oh, man. Oh, my God. So he he did, he, he did get to fight. Is that right? Ooh. No, Jesse got to fight. No, no. Charles, Charles Jordan fight. Damien Plus. Jesse didn't fight because he had uh, something to his skin. Uh, oh, yes, yes, yes. That's right, too. I remember that. That's right. Oh, my God, man. What a brutal situation. And this sport is full of weird situations yeah, like that, too, you know? I was the co-main event. Charles Jordan versus Ronson was the main event. And, man, shit happened, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Well, that's, I guess, uh, going back to that, it's the mental toughness of, like, because at the end of the day, you have to, like, let it go. You some you know like I, I struggle with that too because I'm like fuck like no I don't want to let that that's where the competitive you know comes out right and but in this sport like there's so much bullshit like that can happen you know so much there's so many things that depend on so many other factors to work for a fight to actually happen for two people that are scheduled to fight to make it to fight man it's almost like you have to pray every night. <laughs> Yeah, I know some. I know some guy like Julien Leblanc had like yeah. sixteen fight canceled. Man, Ridiculous. you can't be unlucky like this. Ridiculous. Man. Yeah, he's and a. I, tr he's... I tried. No, sorry. Go ahead. I tried. Yeah, I tried to have a, a, a revenge, a revenge with Damien Epilus, but uh, I think he is his coach on RS MMA in France. Ah. And I I call him out a couple of time, and I think. Uh, He's scared for his, for his athlete. Man, I, I would destroy this guy. I think during the wedding, he knows it. He knows it. Was Wasn't he a good a, night for him? Is he Ari's FC now? Yeah, uh, Aris, I don't know, man. Aris MMA, I guess. Okay, yeah. So interesting. I wonder if he signed with them. It's, it, it's, fuck, this sport is bananas. So, what that whole, is that was that whole, Right after that, it was that when TKO kind of stopped doing events, I believe. Uh, sorry, I sorry, like, what? Right after that, like TKO was finished, correct? I think they had one or two more events, but uh, that was my last fight on, on yeah. my contract fight. Yeah. And I, I was finished with TKO. I signed with another organization for a fight mm -hmm. against uh, Arismendi. Yeah, uh, tough Mexican guy. It was very tough, but uh, get the new, job done. A new era, correct? Yeah, new era in Quebec City too. Yeah. And how how was that promotion? Like you fought for, man, like at least ten, close to ten promotions, I think, in your career. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, a lot of promotion. I think I had like three, three, four fight with TKO, and then it's all different uh, organization, but. Yeah. Uh, Man, I, I can't lie on this. TKO can organize a great show. Like, yeah, it's good on TV. The, 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 the it looked very good on TV and yeah. and on MMA Fight Pass and UFC Fight Pass. Like, 
it's it's a good show. Yeah. Um, that, that's the best. That's the best place I, I had to fight. Yeah. No, it is. It's from a, like you said, from a fan perspective, from a promoter perspective, it's a beautiful, beautiful show to to look at. Yeah. And uh, who knows what the hell is going to come back with them? But uh, I don't know. For 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 now, my focus is FLA Fight League Atlanta. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. You have to. Yes, man. What so? How like for you? Like who's a who's a person like? Oh, I, oh, by the way, you know Faber. I assume pretty well. For yeah, 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 yeah. I see him commenting here. Yeah, I, I saw some uh, some of his writing. Like uh, it's in <laughs> French. It's it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I can. I I definitely have no idea what the fuck he's talking about. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll, like, <laughs> he can say whatever. It doesn't matter. I, but I love that guy, Adam Sacco, too. Another good guy training partner of yours. Yeah. He was on here before too, but uh, kind of similar questions I asked them too. Like, well, who, like who's somebody that, you know, has, has been important to you kind of throughout this, like maybe like young, earlier on in your career and then somebody who recently has really kind of helped you kind of get to the next level and maybe, you know, get over humps that you might not have earlier in your career. Um, man, I have a great family. We're five children. And I guess right. my, my family helped me like to 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 push in that sport. And I have Richard Ho. He's he's not my first coach, but he's one of the guy that helped me a lot to stay focused. And he's kind of my mom. Like, don't do this, don't do that. But he's always you need that. You in it. Yeah, we need that as an athlete. We're we can be stupid sometimes. Mm -hmm. And He's the one that tell me what to do. I listen to him like most of the time. Um, I have my agent; it's good too for me. Uh, man, I have a couple of guys like even my sponsor, like Jukado MMA, is yeah. good for me. Like they they giving me shit, and I have to train. I don't have to border with other stuff. Like I don't have to border on my training, on my training camp, on my physical yeah uh, strength on man on my fight yeah it's nice when you can focus on that you don't have to worry about what it's costing you you know like it's you know i think that's a big part of it you know even amateur fighters you know you if you can put the hustle in you know you might not always be making big money as an amateur or or as a pro but if you put the hustle in it with some sponsors and market yourself properly and do the work you can actually grind out some money in this sport you know, it's not an easy living yeah. for sure, but neither is any job in this life. But at this, at the benefit of this, is you're following a dream and you're doing what you love, which most people can't say. Yeah, that's that's a point. I guess uh, I can't say better. Man, we're fighting. It's our passion to to do MMA. So, yeah, man, I, I'm lucky to to be able to to do this in the big league. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it, right? Like that's what I was saying. Going back to fighting in in uh, the Videotron Center. I've been in that building, by the way. That must have been a hell of an experience. That's a big league venue, like a twenty thousand seat stadium. You know, they would have cut it in half. Still, you know, with ten thousand people or whatever, how many people they would sell in that show? It's a an insane experience, man. And you must be proud of yourself. Win or win or lose, doesn't matter, right? Yeah, I saw some. So obviously, man. you want to win, but. <laughs> Yeah, we have to step up. Like, we gain respect of the opponent when we step step in the gym, in the in the cage with him. 
And man, it's so fun. The, 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 the people screaming your name, man, it's awesome. It's a feeling that not a lot of people can say, can say yeah. they, they, they live. Like we're lucky to experience that. Yeah, no, I agree a hundred percent. And you, uh, as I said, I'm kind of working on it, but for anybody like you guys who, who can actually compete, I think it's a, it's a pretty impressive thing. And, um, you know, before I let you go here, I just got a couple of, couple, uh, going back to Richard Ho, you know, he's a guy that I've heard a lot about through the years. And, you know, you hear so much about Faraz Sahabi. Faraz is obviously a wizard, you know, he's, he's who he is for a reason, but you also hear a lot about Richard Ho and he kind of slides under the radar a little bit. And, but man, he seems to be one of those guys, like just similar to Faraz, like an absolute kind of, when it comes to knowledge, he knows a shit ton and, and he uses it well. Yeah, yeah, he is so he's so bright. He's black belt in jujitsu. Like, I'm I'm good in MMA because I'm strong and man. I, sometimes I do some move I don't even know what I'm doing, but it works. But yeah. there's this guy Richard that is like, help me, help me to to know what I'm doing. And when you when you're good but you don't know what you do. You're not sure you're gonna do the same re good reaction you did for this move. So yeah. you have that Richard O that will help you to to always do the good move, be in good position. Man, don't give up on on your takedown on anything. And he yeah. can push. He can push the athlete. He can he can very help any athlete in the world. Yeah, it's well, it's not. I guess it, like you said, it's that's very well said about how he can help you. In your game but i guess going back to what you also said about how he like he'll keep you on the straight and narrow like that's a such an important thing for fighters like I, I i've been dealing with fighters for a long time and you see some of the things that kind of goes on social media wise and you're like what the, like what are you thinking like what are you thinking right now you know because i look yeah. at i look at like every fighter is their own business every fighter yeah. you're your own business really if you want to take this yeah, yeah, right. like you should be taking it that way Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, we have the, the the best example possible in John John Bone Jones. Like yeah. this guy is so talented, but doesn't give a fuck about being a good person, or I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. and then you have like you, you go back to like looking look at Quebec, and I know I'm gonna miss people here, but look at GSP. Like at the end of the yeah. day, how he carried himself in look at Quebec now now and there's lots more people obviously there's there's lots more people involved with like and I'm not I don't want to say any names because I'm going to miss some names but like when you have that many superstars coming out of one province in the future of what has been what is right now and in from what's to come is it's insane and it's all I think based on every Quebec not everyone but 90% of the fighters I talk to from Quebec are really classy yeah, man, Georgian Pierre is the GOAT, and in Quebec, we all have this image of the great fighter. Like, we want to be that kind of fighter, yeah. that dominant, and, man, he's the GOAT inside and outside the cage. That's why he's so great. Yeah, it's true, you know, like, at the end of the day, if you, I don't know, I don't know what, I guess, you know, you can be an asshole outside the cage, but deep down... You know, you're always gonna have haters, but it's it's some hard to hate a guy like GSP. That's for damn sure. Yeah, 
they, they sure. still find them though. There's still lots of uh, lots of guys out there who definitely find ways to chirp. But what's so? What's next for you, man? You know, coming off this injury, you know, is there anything kind of in the mix, or have you been speaking to any promotions or agent or? In Canada, it's hard right now because uh, the government is shutting yeah. down everything and every uh, combat sport. So me and my agent are looking to maybe France or maybe France in Europe. I don't care, man. I just want to fight. Um, so France is good because, man, there are cousins in, the, <laughs> in, uh, in Quebec. So, man, ooh. And plus, TKO uh, brings so so many MMA yeah. France guys to fight in Quebec, man. Why? I don't know when they're gonna be be good to organize MMA fight, but when they will be able to, man. I want to be part of this uh, this journey. Yeah, no, it's very true. It's I don't know. We're kind of we're hoping to still put something on, but like you said, Canada. It's, it's crazy the difference between countries. You know, up here our whole country shut down, and then you, uh, you look down, you look down in Florida, and legit, like in the middle of this chaos, Florida, they're still putting on regional events like crazy and crown and chance, and people in the crowd they do not give a shit. Period. It's nuts. Yeah, there's some. Yeah, we have to be smart and. Yeah. Man. Yeah, but it, there, I still think like it's weird because out here. In Nova Scotia, we are allowed to put on events with up to 200 people. You can do events okay. now with up to 200 people. So technically, we should be able to put on an event, but the commission's closed. They will not take the risk until they won't even oh, look at an event until the, the beginning of next year. Or so, but you, yeah, I don't that know. Sucks. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. There is another commission that uh, hopefully we can work something out with maybe down the line. But uh, if not, man, we got some other things. We're, we're looking at too that you know the, the there's more than one way to skin a cat uh, that's not a good saying i guess but uh <laughs> I, just, I gotta come up with a better saying <laughs> yeah. so, okay, uh, man. any uh last last questions uh any advice for somebody who's in your position and you know coming off an injury after a pretty successful start to their pro career and in a long successful amateur career any advice for those athletes i guess man if, if you really want it, keep pushing. You're going to have it. The UFC, UFC is going to see you once one, once, and you have to impress them. So keep pushing, man. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They don't, you get that one shot, maybe two, maybe three sometimes in Jesse's case. Yeah. Know, right? Yeah. But, uh, all right, man. Well, thanks so much. Any quick shout-outs you want to give to anybody out there? Uh, shout-out to everybody that's – our training in Quebec, man, and man, shout out at every MMA fighter that finds some some way to train right now, man. Let's do it. Yeah, well said. Well said. Keep the love for all your uh, your teammates up there, and make sure uh, everybody's safe and sound. Uh, be well, my friend. We'll speak soon. Yes. Take care. Thank you. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for joining us. There you have it, folks. Mr. Michael Dufour. Give him a follow on uh, social media. Fantastic athlete out of Quebec City. Waiting on our second uh, athlete to join us here now, Christopher Curtis out of uh, he's out of uh, Los Angeles, California. Uh, trains at Syndicate MMA in Las Vegas. Uh, we're just waiting for him to join us here now. I need like uh, the Ariel. I need uh, or Joe. I need another producer uh, instead of just producing it while I'm live at the same time. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> 
But anyway, I hope everybody's enjoying themselves at home. Thanks again for tuning in. Again, this episode is sponsored by our friends at Envisage Sport. Pre-workout coffee at its best. Find it at Amazon.co.uk. Uh, you can find it up here right there in the top right logo. And, uh, yeah, fantastic stuff. You can drink it cold. You can drink it hot. doesn't matter. Anyway, it'll get you going before your workout. Check it out at uh, online, Amazon. Whew. All right, folks. Uh, just before we get our next guest on, let's talk about uh, we have some jiu-jitsu tournaments going on in Canada. Uh, I've been noticing them kind of popping up here. Uh, out in Alberta, uh, they have an, a big, uh, I don't know if it's eight man or 16 man kind of open grappling tournament going on. I'm not sure. I, I believe it's Tim Blanchard and crew out there doing it, uh, which is good. And then I also out here on the East coast road grappling is coming up when, uh, with their grand prix, their second grand prix, which is cool to see. It's a really, really great bracket, uh, pretty much stacked bracket here on the East coast. Joel Jakar, the champion there, he's going to go up and. He's got a, a really tough bracket uh, this year. So we'll see uh, if he can defend that title, and that should be good. That'll be available on their YouTube channel in August. I'm not sure the date, but uh, hopefully we can maybe watch it and stream and watch it together and do we'll do a watch party, I guess. Justin McKenzie just took some, heading to training now. I'm glad you took the product. I hate that you're going to training because I'm very jealous. Uh, back at training for me tomorrow night. Um, just stay tuned here, folks, and we'll see if we can bring on our final guest of the evening. I guess our second guest of the evening, too. Just one sec. Hello, folks. Looks like uh, we're going to have a little trouble here getting uh, Chris on here tonight, but that's okay. Uh, he might have got the time a little bit mixed up. I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, let's break down this rogue grappling bracket really quick. Uh, I believe Joel Jacquard, as I said, the champion, Matthew Tarantini, who is super talented at a GF team, 
Uh, I believe he's in the bracket. Uh, Joe Pilmer out of MXT. Who the hell else? Sean McManus. Anyway, maybe we'll just dedicate a whole episode to this and not go through this tonight. Thanks for listening, folks, and we'll be back tomorrow night with an episode late, uh, starting at 9 o'clock tomorrow night. We'll be back. Tune in. We'll be back Wednesday night, Thursday night, Sunday night this week. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you then. Lots of love. button and make sure to check out our apparel page on sale now until July 13th. As always, thanks to our friends. We'll see you tomorrow.